1: Cuscona, it's Cuss Corner. Cuss it's Cuss Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be President of the United States. But it's Cuss it's Cuss Cuscona, Cuss Corner. Cus Corner.
0: I don't think that's the name of the show for oh. some people.
2: Uh, when you search it and you try to find Cuss Corner and you type in Cuss Corner, do you know what pops up? This show.
0: Well, not this exact show, but... Uh,
2: I mean, it, it would. It will, yeah, Yes, yeah. it will. Well, once it's out, it will, yes. Okay. That's how the internet works.
0: Yeah, I know how the internet works.
2: Do, Do you? Because you just figured out how to use the GIF function on Twitter.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
2: Yeah, that's been out for like two years.
0: I mean, Twitter is bad, and the internet is bad, but every now and then there are these fun things you can play with that makes the, the badness a little less bad.
1: But if not for Twitter, where would you bring the funny?
0: Uh, you know, in person.
1: So people just fly India out Thunder to Halifax Raven. to, like, to have you yeah, give yeah. them the funny.
0: Yeah, well, you know, people used to go to Vegas to see Don Rickles. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> Don much different. Rickles.
2: <laughs> All right, if you don't know the cast, it is Gary and Thorne of The Rotation. You can follow him on Twitter, at Gary and Thorne, of course. The star of the show, it is his corner. He is Tim
0: Timandagust. <laughs> That is not my name. No, I heard it was. No, but I do like to think of this show as like community service. Some people do their community service by, you know, go to a soup kitchen. Other people like Gary and do it based on court order. I do mine through this show.
1: What do you assume I've been arrested for? Everything. Everything.
0: What have you been arrested for? Nothing.
1: Yeah, this is is his public service that he does out of the goodness of his own heart.
0: Exactly. I do the community service out of the goodness of my own heart. Does it because the court makes them. I see. So Tim did, I got charged
1: thing. with being a millennial in public. Oh, no.
0: So did. Uh, watch out, Tim. You're next. Yeah, well, as I would plead not guilty and defend myself in court.
2: Yeah, but then, you, what are you going to have a fake birth certificate like Barack Obama? Uh,
0: again, I never claimed that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you're going to need one because you're going to see the birth certificate and say it just says millennial on it. Not even a date of birth, He's just in a specific age range. Now, if you don't have it and people talk to you, they might assume you're 107 years old. A modern-day Methuselah, even.
0: I get that all the time. People are surprised at how young I am. Methuselah rookie
2: card. (laughs) All right,
0: Tim, you are on the clock. What is the
2: first thing that is bothering you this week?
0: Well, I will talk about this first, but then there's something that's been really bothering me that came up recently. But I've said the first thing I want to talk about, something that's been infuriating me, Is something that the National Basketball Association is doing, which is putting on those stupid advertisements on jerseys. This is such a terrible, terrible idea. It is the thin end of the wedge. It will not be long until basketball teams look like European soccer teams and you won't know who's playing because on the middle of their jersey will just be a big Chevrolet logo or Ford logo or Apple logo. And there might be a little tiny warrior symbol in the left hand corner and then a big apple in the middle. This is everything. There's something to be said about the way North American sports don't sully up their uniforms uh, in professional sports with stupid advertisements. And this is a cash grab that isn't necessary. The NBA is doing pretty good financially. The teams are all doing very well. The Houston Rockets, which is a middle of the road team that, unless you remember Chow, Yao Ming, no one really cares about the Houston Rockets. People say, They're going to sell for $2 billion. The NBA is flush with cash. The idea that they need to put advertisements on jerseys, which look hideous and are just a spectacle, uh, is disgusting. And as a sports fan, as a North American sports fan, we should stand up and and object to this because it will not stop here. It will keep going and going and going.
2: So you don't like when businesses try to make more money,
0: Tim? Is that what you're saying, Communists? There are lots. They already have the court-sponsored. And they have the the, uh, the arena sponsored and the backboard sponsored and advertisements all around the arena and in the arena and advertisements on the sidelines. Can't we just leave the jerseys alone?
2: No, because Do th- have to th- 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 this everything? is a
0: spot where they can
2: actually make the most money with the ad revenue no, because was- you sell the jerseys that have the ads on them and then you change your sponsor two years later. Then you need to sell more jerseys and people will buy them all over again. It's this perfect. all Stupid. And who cares it's about NBA jerseys? Out of all the jerseys, are the one that no one cares about.
0: But it's, I agree. But it's a, it starts to trend, right? This is the it's a it's a creeping barrage. Once it comes in here, then it'll go to hockey or to football. Who cares? The next thing you know, why does that bother you so much? Coca Cola logos on them, because it looks god. Well, what if what I if,
2: if a, what if every team was just sponsored by Chili's and Subway?
0: Chili's is a fine establishment. I still don't <laughs> want that. Like, you know, you go watch junior hockey games if you're ever flicking through TV or in Europe, and like the face off circles are filled with advertisements, and the goal posts have advertisements on them, and the players have those stickers on their helmets that look, have advertisements on them. You don't He's even know who's playing
1: Spangler at Cup. the time.
0: You don't, well, that's it. Like, you don't even know who's playing or what's going on. It's just a bunch of people out there with NASCAR jumpsuits. It, it cannot be justified in professional sports where it is supposed to be about the sport. It's not about you just pimping yourself out to Coca-Cola or to Pfizer or whomever. It has to be stopped. It has to be prevented. And I, I would implore fans to keep pushing back. And, and this happened a couple of years ago. The NBA was going to introduce this, and there was such massive pushback from the fans that they backed off. And the fans need to do this exact same thing again to push back against this terrible, pernicious attack on, uh, on sports.
2: Well, it's not about the sport. It's about business. This isn't the Olympics.
0: I'm aware of that.
2: Are you? Because it seems way, like you're not more aware money of than that. These
0: guys. The Olympics make a lot more money than these guys, and there's no advertisements on any of the billboards or any of the players there. Did the Olympics actually make money? Or is they it just that one guy? The country,
1: the country loses money that and, hosts it. And Seb Blatter
2: takes all the rest yeah. of the money.
0: Seb Blatter is FIFA, first and foremost. Well,
2: who's the other guy? Uh, there's pound? a lot of guys at the IOC. Some,
0: something Pound? Dick, Dick Pound? pound used to be, yeah, he used Great to be the IOC.
2: Solid name uh, for Dick Pound. Well, Gary, what what do you think about this? I
1: I don't care either way. I would say that in a very general surface sense, I would prefer the jerseys to not have logos on them. But at the same time, I mean, Tim kind of contradicted himself in the same sentence as saying that North American sports don't do this, then saying this happens in NASCAR, which is the fifth biggest North American sport. So And what's what's golf?
2: Golf is just Uh, a series of ads.
1: I mean... Yeah,
0: but there are limits.
1: Fair, but like, look, maybe it's because I grew up actually kind of liking NASCAR and it was just so attributed to the driver, more so than even the number was the sponsorship they had. I mean, Rusty Wallace drove the Miller light car. You just knew that. That's did, just did, something that happened. Did, Star- did you, sure. Sterling Martin drove the Coors light car.
2: Did you also grow up being attracted to your cousin?
1: I <laughs> uh, didn't have any female cousins, oh, well, which probably well, one of the reasons my dad allowed me to get a NASCAR. Ah, I see. you gotta, got to make so, sure but, there's uh, no Les Cousins dangereux situation. Well, Tim also used to love NASCAR.
0: but I, I didn't I, love it, but I used to watch it, yes. And, but again, that's all part and parcel of that sports beginning has been the advertisement. So, in some sense, I take your point, but that's sort of like baked into the culture of auto racing in a way that this will be
1: grandfathered into nba and nfl and mlb too it it won't maybe won't happen when you're here but in 50 years from now it'll just seem like normal
0: yes i mean i I hope i'm here in 50 years i don't know you're already
1: 107 (laughs) i don't know again i i I would i would be with you in the sense that i would rather not see this and i'm also kind of surprised i don't know how it's worked for each team but i know the raptors specifically signed with Sun sun life And it was only five million dollars for two years. I would assume it'd be a lot more money than that, but I mean Well it's a trial right now. Sure, it is a trial, but I, I would say that maybe in the sense that if everyone's against this and really a team's only making an extra two and a half million dollars a season from it, not to say that I would scoff at two and a half million dollars, but I feel like Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment doesn't need an extra two and a half million dollars. No, uh, an maybe NBA maybe sullying no, the sport not. in that way for such a little amount of money. But if this grows and grows and grows I mean, if we're talking like tens like, like, of millions, yeah, like, how, like how do the they Manchester not? Manchester
0: United jersey with the big AIG in like .85 font in the middle of their jersey—that's god awful, and yep. no one could say that that's nice. Yeah,
2: but no one, no one cares. Soccer fans don't okay. care. When, when you're in Toronto and you have the big BMO thing on the cross of the TFC, people still buy TFC terrible. jerseys. Yeah, Maybe to you, terrible. no one else
0: seems to care. I think they care, but they just put up with it, because what can you do about it? But it doesn't mean that there's not something like wrong about it and ugly about it. And no, it ought to be prevented. I
2: don't think so. I, I don't see why you're standing in the way of people making money. Why don't I'm you get your standing. regulations out of here?
0: They're making I mean, they're they make enough money to make you want to be a Bolshevik, for God's sakes. They make so much money. It's not a question of them, like, this is not them making their budget. This is not making ends meet. That'd be one thing. If a sport is struggling okay, you know, I, I guess I can understand you trying to become you know, innovative to try to make money. But the NBA is, making, is, is printing money. Uh, they don't need this. No team needs this. So I just think it's just pure greed that will have un- unintended consequences that will just sully sports uniforms going forward. And I think it must be objected to.
2: Well, you said it's all about the sport for you. And this in no way changes the sport. That's not true. It is absolutely true. They're still going to play basketball. It's going to have the ball. It doesn't, uh, It's going to have, gonna have the players. They're going to be on the court, and they're going to do their slam dunks.
0: Yeah, the aesthetics will be changed, though. and it'll, These are not good changes. You're still right? upset there's a fucking three-point line. Yeah, shouldn't, It shouldn't exist. No. I mean, look, until it
1: affects the actual gameplay itself, like let's say that at some point 10 years from now, Major League Baseball decides that much like in the home run derby this year, like the bonus baseballs will be painted purple because of, like, T-Mobile or whatever, and, and the batters were like, "Yeah, it's really hard to see the rotation on a ball that's purple and white." But, like, you, can watch their, a lot.
2: but you can watch the rotation every day on the Fantasy Sports Network. You can, yeah, um, that's
0: very good product placement going
1: on here. Like until until that becomes an issue, it doesn't really matter. Now, will I say like last week when the Celtics tweeted out, "Oh, here's Gordon Hayward's Celtics jersey, and it had a little tiny logo on the on the front of the sleeve." Was it was it? a little jarring to see sure but in two years from now i severely doubt i'll care
2: i think they just get rid of the team names like who cares about the boston celtics you know the boston subways is where you want to be and you'll just know the well, team's by the name that, of the that, city that's the
0: point that's the point in which you just fans just check out
2: you really I you, you think out. fans would just stop with the sport if that was the case i think a
0: lot of people would yeah i think they would check out at that well, point i think
1: it's it's going to be a problem that keeps persisting though because as we've talked about in a more grandiose sense a lot on this show Every aspect of live TV is dying except for sports, so more and more advertisers are going to want to get money into sports because it's really the only thing that people have to watch with ads.
2: Yeah, and it's not like you can sponsor George Clooney at the Oscars, so, you know, Cloontang's out, you got to go to the Celtics.
0: That man can't be
1: bought. No. Moral compass.
0: You can just just imagine, right, the Yankee pinstripes with, uh, you know, some New York company like uh, Allianz or something like that. that would just be such a disgusting, sullying thing. No, you just and reverse it,
1: yeah. it and slant them a little bit, and they're an Adidas logo.
0: Though, I mean, the baseballs already screwing things up by putting the logos on the pants to begin with. It Looks awful.
2: I don't understand why this matters so much to you. It is. Okay, this, well, it it is. It is. This is definitely something, you but care it's, about. it's so insignificant in terms of actually watching the sport. You like baseball, you watch baseball because you like baseball. Who cares what they're wearing? They play in their skivvies, who would the care?
0: Process. These things are all part and parcel of the sport and of these sports.
2: Like, I'm, I'm c- shocked that you continue to watch Major League Baseball every year that Cincinnati doesn't have the first game. It's so sullied it. right off the hop. I don't even annoying. know how you watch it anymore.
0: It's incredibly annoying, and I stand on the parapet screaming about how stupid interleague play is and all that stuff. But, you know, what, can I, what else can I do? I'm one uh, man. Again, you know I just I'm right.
1: Tim, at a certain point, it'll just become second nature. Like, I personally, and, and look, maybe 50 years ago, I'm sure people were real upset when they put advertisements on the green monster. But I can't even yes. envision Fenway without the Who But WB Mason thing on the wall, the sit go sign, and the Coke bottle up above, like the well, monster. Well, the sit like,
0: go sign is miles away from the
1: stadium. It doesn't matter, but it's just, it's an advertisement that I so heavily associate with Fenway. And if they took it away, I'd be like, huh, they changed Fenway. Like, it, it's, it just will be grandfathered in. It's fine.
0: Uh, It's just all, I I can see it coming, and I just, I want it to yell stop. I want to prevent it. Well, did
2: the advertisements on the jerseys really turn you off from watching all those basketball teams?
1: (laughs) Because that's where it's going. What if every single team had to be sponsored by the Hard Rock Cafe, and they all played in some sort of Hard Rock Park or Hard Rock
0: Stadium? You can imagine that's what the dolphins would have on their logos.
2: Yeah, the the, the Miami Hard
0: Rock Cafes, they'd have the coolest team name in sports tim. Listen, the, the sports would be, sports would become unwatchable. European soccer is half the time unwatchable. You don't know who's playing. Did you know yeah, but European soccer which? has the benefit of cuz they stick
1: the stupid logos on the jersey, they never go to commercial break. Now, that's part and parcel with the sport as well, but that's that's a really nice trade off. Same with NASCAR. NASCAR you can watch through the commercial breaks on Fox. They they go picture in picture during the commercial breaks because they make so much All money, off, money off, off of advertising during the event itself, you don't have to watch commercials.
0: I don't what's so wrong with commercials? Commercials are actually not a bad thing. You're upset You're right, about yeah, advertisements. the advertisements. Because of the time and place for everything. Commercials the, the commercials appropriate place is during the intermissions of live sports, not on the jersey. I'm not opposed to, co- to commercial advertising. I'm just opposed to it on uniforms, which I think is a very reasonable concession.
2: But to go back and round about everything again, if you're all about the sport, why would you want to see a cutaway from the sport?
0: Well, because it, that's a part of the sport as well. It's been a part of the sport since the beginning. There have been timeouts and breaks. Uh, these things can't be avoided.
2: I mean, maybe they can.
0: Okay, but they do have to make some money. you know. Well, they're making they money actually... by selling the ads on the jerseys. They're not making. As Gary said, they're making pittance off of this
2: right it's now. So they're, it's a it's, pi- it's a pilot project to see if it works. And if it does, they'll get rid of like for the Raptors, they'll get rid of like the dinosaur fella, or just Raptors across, and they'll have sun life and, and sun. Every, and
1: everyone will be happy. And then everyone people, in the
2: city no like hates Raptors. And then Tim will be like, I think it's a Phoenix Suns. I don't know what's going on.
0: No one will like that.
2: No one's going to care maybe, besides maybe you. You're going to sit there. No
0: like, happy are it. you
2: still upset that the color barrier got broken in baseball? Let's go back to how it used to be. There's too much color in
0: baseball these days. That I can't tell who's cheap. who on the field.
1: Or I can tell more so who's who. and It scares me. <laughs> and confuses me.
0: You, uh, you are not giving the best representation of my argument here.
1: I don't know. Again, I I am with you in the sense that if if I had the choice in a vacuum as to whether or not of I would course. want this to happen, I would say but do you I care? do not want it to happen. But I won't care. Will it? We'll, man, we don't care now. One...
0: baseball caps no longer have the team logo on; if they have a sports lo- or they have a sorry, a a company's logo on it instead. We'll
1: see. Okay, if, I think you know, that's an extreme end of the spectrum. That when we get to it, that, how any that would be something okay. I'd be more against. But look, I don't care. It's a hat. It
2: walks out the sun. See, this Whatever.
1: Is, this is a
0: Well, Tim Tim cares yeah, about fashion and is jaunty. disease thinking right. The right? disease thinking of oh, who's It's Just a hat. Like that's, it a, is just a hat. Have uniforms. As long as they're all the
2: same color, then they are uniforms. I am pro people making as much money as possible. I don't know why you aren't. That's usually your stance on things.
0: I'm fine with people making money. No, you're not. You hate people trying to to make
1: money, apparently. I think each player should get to go after his own sponsorships. Oh, I like that. And then the more successful players will be, like, decorated. See, that'd be awesome. And that'll that'll really compel the worst players to be better, to be better because they'll stand out so much.
2: See, I like as being that. losers. I I like how that goes. It's like the medal system in the army. Yeah. And the more decorated people have the more medals and the pins and the stars. LeBron would just be decked out in
1: advertising. We're going back, back to the NASCAR best. if like some sort of toilet flusher is sponsoring your car, you obviously suck. If you don't have a beer or a cigarette you're the worst. Can they do cigarettes anymore? anymore? No. That's too no, bad. But it used uh, to be the Winston like, Cup Series. That was back well, in golf yeah, when, Back
0: in golf, when like, uh, you know, Jim Furyk used to wear that five-hour energy hat. What, they all, they're like, all wearing titleless terrible.
1: hats anyway, though. Who cares?
0: He wasn't then. He was wearing with a big friggin' logo on the front that said five-hour energy. It looked so stupid and so childish. I would be a fan of getting rid of the advertisements on golf uh, clothes as well. If they, so they got rid of the advertisements on one-
2: golf clothes, none of the golfers would make any money.
0: Or limiting it to one sponsor. Like, Why? Nike. Why are you
1: against people making money? Who's that dude who only wears like sports gear of the city he's in? Uh, ben Curtis used to be sponsored by the NFL. Oh, okay. And so he won he, the U.S. Open, right?
2: And he won the British Open, like British. Okay. 14 years ago,
1: wearing Bears gear?
2: I think it was Bears gear. Yeah. Maybe they're the team of England. I don't know. Yes. Who is the team yeah. of England?
1: Jacksonville, I
2: guess. I actually think it's the Patriots.
1: Probably. I I know the Dolphins. Apparently, that would make most, a lot of. Like, or, or, or think ta-
2: about it. Or Tampa Bay, because I think. Is it is it Malcolm Glazer owns?
1: Yeah, but I think they hate
2: him. Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah I hate that an American. Made. that's, that's bot the thing, though, right?
0: I mean, part of what makes sports sports is the particular uniform that the the, uh, the competitors are wearing. And when you start monkeying with that, maybe you're making the sport better. Maybe you're making it worse. But you're changing it. You're and not I'm changing not the so sport.
2: Sure. The sport itself stays exactly the same. Changing the sport for the better would be something like let's get rid of NBA overtime and instead have a dunk competition that people can vote on. That'd be way better.
0: <laughs> yeah. I or like guy, no extra innings in
2: baseball. Home
0: run derby. No one would watch that. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> people would be throwing their bodies in front of that to prevent that from happening.
2: No, no. People love dingers.
0: Uh, not as much as you think they do. Not the people who are watching baseball during the regular season.
2: People, Gary, you, you cover baseball every single day. Do people love dingers? People, people love dingers. They love 100-mile-per-hour fastballs and real long dings. It's true. Ugh. Remember when baseball was its most awful. popular? When uh, everyone was on steroids and yep. hitting dings?
1: Yep. You people are awful. They're hitting more home runs this year, actually.
2: Well it's Aaron Judge. He he accounts for eighty percent of them, except for like the last two weeks. <laughs> Alright, Tim, what's next?
0: Uh, let's see. I'm infuriated with the new I'm infuriated with the new Canada's food guide. I'm upset with the wind up pitch going away in baseball. Then there were a couple other suggested comments from the from the fans that they sent me on Twitter. What would you like to talk about?
2: All right, well, you, let's have a viewer's choice. What, what was your favorite one that you wanted to talk about?
0: So, there are a couple of good ones here. One was, what's the better way to watch TV? Is it to binge watch a show or to watch it week by week when it comes on?
2: Let's go with that. Let, let, let's, sure. Just, I like that one. And. So I, correct. I, I actually think, go I'm going to weigh in on this one first. Go ahead. I actually think this is dependent on the show. Yeah. I think that where TV has changed so much... And we're seeing this with Game of Thrones right now. Like, you went to a bar to go watch Game of Thrones. I had, like, eight people over to watch the premiere of Game of Thrones. That is really the last show, at least right now. It's not to say that it's going to be the last show. But you talk about TVs really dying outside of live events and sports. That's where everything is going. Game of Thrones is like a communal experience. Yeah. So you watch it once a week and that's a thing and then everyone talks about it the next morning or yeah. right after on twitter or whatever speculates yeah. and,
1: a, and, a, and a show like that much like lost it, it needs to have a certain you know I, I guess this is a dying concept too but like the water cooler talk ability where it's just like it needs to have elements where it's fun to speculate you're not speculating and you're wondering and you're asking questions and you're conspiring with people and and you know it doesn't matter that jeopardy still comes out every single day no one's talking about jeopardy from yesterday to today cuz it's changing i mean it's tim and i do well, fair, yeah. but but you need like. Let's
0: we'll see about how good I am. Yeah, well, there you
1: go. Well, you, but you just need those overarching elements. So, yeah, it's 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 the last show of its kind in in that sense, or the last show that's running right now, and it is a show that's very conducive to that.
2: And more shows are being made to like they're they're made to be bingeable now. Mm-hmm. It's even just
1: the companies that are making them. I yeah, mean, Netflix it, is producing more content than anybody.
2: Netflix and Amazon and Hulu—the shows that they're producing are meant to be watched as a block, almost like as a to read a novel in a chapter, or at least some of or a the, chapter in a novel.
1: Something. They're realistically <laughs> meant to be that way. I mean, some of them are better at it than others.
2: Sure, and not not, um, but it's like any television show. Show not everything is successful. Like I would have a problem. Like even I have started rewatching Mad Men a little bit. Um, I like to watch an episode or maybe two at a time, but Mad Men's not a show you can sit down and watch like eight of in a row. It's a lot to digest.
1: Cause look, I was, I never watched Mad Men in the original run. I had to rewatch it during the final season or start watching during the final season with an initial hope to catch up, to be able to watch the final episode live. But I did come to that realization at a certain point where it's just, this is not a show you can sit down and watch three consecutive of,
2: I mean, just a bit heavy. Now, it's, it's heavy stuff. Now, Breaking Bad worked the other way because by the time seasons five, four and five, five and six, whatever it went, by the time that got around, people were caught up. Yeah. But that is an entirely bingeable show. Yes. It's a lot like Lost in that sense where Lost would have been fun week to week to speculate on what's going on, but it's also highly bingeable because every episode ends on a cliffhanger.
1: Exactly. I mean, Mad Men <laughs> was more a just show that no one It's ever a lot watch. like character-driven.
0: You used to love so, Lost. If I, I, We could go back in time. I would never watch the first episode, and anyone who watched Lost all feel the same. The ride is the most fun.
1: I don't care that it ended Anyone who watched
0: Lost start to finish agrees with me. They would never have started watching if they knew how it was going to end. It was a terrible—the ending is so bad that it ruins the entire series. That's the only position one can take on it.
1: No, it ruined that—look, if you watched Lost for six years, chances are pretty good that you enjoyed watching Lost for four and a half of those years.
0: Five of
2: those years, because seasons four and five are the best.
1: That's true. I I just more mean the season take out half of season three, 3. Yeah,
2: and season 6. Season 6. Yeah, listen, it did not end great. That's fine. Not every show gets a <laughs> but they, only ruined not, that. not every show gets a 6 feet under type ending, you know what yeah, I mean?
1: But I still enjoyed the heck out of watching
2: the first 5 seasons. But back to the point on this and Tim, I want you to wait here in, in a second. Like watching Breaking Bad again, it was almost a cultural phenomenon by the time it ended where people were getting together and watching and you're wondering, "Oh, what's going to happen to Walt? What's going to happen to Jesse?" But most people watch Breaking Bad catching up on it by binging it. Like people are watching like 4.30 in the morning. Like they have the crooked eye going and they've watched eight (laughs) episodes in a row. It was like crack. Um, And Lost could be very much that same way now if you were just to restart Lost because that's kind of how it works. Unless you know what happens, trying to figure out the mystery and what happens next is the fun of that show. I prefer watching shows week to week, but I understand that binging is just a part of stuff now. So, Tim, what do you think on the matter? I assume you hate binging.
0: No, well, I, I'm not a fan of it, but some shows you can't help. I mean, the Netflix shows, whatever, are designed to be binged. And, like, other than just choosing not to watch one a week, you know, it, it's a show that you got to binge, so what can you do about it? I think shows are better consumed uh, week to week and giving themselves sort of time to breathe and, and separate. I think that's a better way to watch TV. That's why TV is like that to begin with. Uh, but for the most part, I mean, it can't be helped. And if you have missed a show, you've got to, sometimes binge to catch up. So I, I actually think the, the what you guys laid it out is actually uh, pretty reasonable, except for the fact that Lost was terrible and no one should ever watch it.
1: That, that aside, um, I mean, I think it, it's genre-specific, too. I mean, I think dramas and, and thrillers sure. and mysteries really do lend themselves better to week-to-week, where we've talked about this before, too, just how great a binge show like Arrested Development is because there are certain things that you pick up on it if you're watching it for the first time yeah, if you I watch agree. it all in three days, there's callbacks in the third season that you'll remember from the first season because you just watched, you it, just watched, watched it. it. And it's there are shows that are written better in that aspect. And the problem with like Netflix and Hulu and, and Amazon now and, and even the thought process that Tim might have or someone might have of, I can control my viewing experience and I can say I'm only going to watch one episode a week and I'm going to digest it and go back and watch another episode the next week. If you want to be part... Of the conscious conversation. You have to binge it because two weeks from now, we'll have moved on to another show. And
2: and that's one one thing that I don't like about the binge society that we're kind of living in. I like the fact that I have access to everything and I can binge what I want. But if something comes out and I just don't see it on Netflix or I wait three weeks to go watch it, by the time that I watch it, no one cares anymore and I have no one to talk about it with. They've moved on to the next show. So I just don't watch – like before, I would just watch everything. Like, if something was, like, somewhat culturally relevant or people, you know, underground said was very good, I would go check that out. Now, there's so much content that you just physically cannot watch everything, but you make hard choices where, like, people said that season uh, season one of Daredevil was really good. Mm -hmm. It was. I've never seen it. Like, wait, what, am I going to start Daredevil right now? No. No. I'm just going to wait for the next thing to come out and just get on board with that. Yeah. Which sucks, because I used to love watching these You know, just these up and coming shows. Watch a season of it and move on.
1: Well, I think Daredevil specifically was nice because it was the first people had been waiting. People are now waiting for any variation of the Marvel sort of brand because now, just through diminishing returns and sort of desensitization. Well, did you see Logan? Yeah, I didn't. Was Logan? Logan was fantastic. But Logan, sort
2: of, that was sort of like the R-rated.
1: Yeah, it was. It was. Let's make this. We'll take the Daredevil, or excuse me, the uh, the Deadpool model of giving it an R rating, but make it more, like, serious and, and really tone violent. it down and strip it away and make it violent. Yeah, which was nice. Because, again, we're so saturated with, like, superhero stuff now that when we get something that's a little different, it's like, oh, okay, I can enjoy this because it's not exactly the same as everything else. And I think Daredevil was, like, the first really good Marvel Cinematic Universe, like, series. So it was like, oh really ideally how comic books should be portrayed because you know those stories are taking place over 300 400 graphic novels a television show lends itself a whole lot better to telling those stories than a 2 hour movie would so i think that was really the luster of daredevil when it first came out and but yeah that even specific thing since then we now have luke cage and Why don't they another make a, one. He just
2: make a Mortal Kombat Johnny Cage spinoff where he just does the splits and punches people Someone in the tried nuts.
1: that. Someone tried to <laughs> yeah, make it don't, don't have enough of to, is, yeah. But uh someone what tried do- to make like very realistic uh Mortal Kombat movie type things and they reached like they each had an origin story. There was like two seasons of it. Each character had their origin stories about 20 minutes long and then he was trying to sell that to studios to get a movie made in like that vein. It was pretty cool. I think it kind of went off their tracks though. But Johnny Cage had one. Cool. He fought... Uh... Baraka? Yeah, I did fight Baraka. Oh,
2: yeah. Baraka's tough out. Yeah. So what What don't we not have enough of, Tim?
0: Yeah, just derivative um, superhero movies and just derivative movies on TV, uh, on, uh, on the big screen. That's definitely what we need is, is more IP just being reheated and reserved to us because that, that's was what good, I need. Though. Was it?
1: I like the new Spider-Man,
0: yeah. I bet it was. I bet it was really good. But at the same point, like, it's
1: all part of a problem. Oh yeah, I mean and look, I'm I'm one of the bigger proponents of watching these movies and
0: I probably haven't yeah, so seen might. the last
1: four superhero movies. I just really like Spider-Man. That's kind of my jam, but um yeah, I again, it's it's for me and I and I encounter the same problem as you often where it's just like I missed it and then I watch it and I want to talk about it and people have already moved on. So it does kind of make you aware that if you really do want to talk to people about it and be part of the conversation, because that really is the fun of it. Like, when I went to go watch Game of Thrones at the bar, it was it was cool. Like, I'd, I'd never really watched television in a setting that big. You, it was fun, you, you, need people... the, you need the right group, and you need people not to talk. Yeah, and it surprisingly, for a bar that was, like, packed and had people standing in awkward positions, everyone was dead silent. It was really cool. But the, the hour well, beforehand, when we were getting it have... seats and stuff, everyone just talking about it and giving their theories, and that's cool. So that it, was, it was something that's really very unique to now, especially because there's just not a whole lot of it.
0: What are you saying? It wasn't a good episode, so like it really wouldn't matter. Do like, you like? Do you, about- do you like anything? The episode before it, the end of the last season, was probably yeah. the best episode of Game Have of Thrones. Have you ever seen it was amazing.
1: the first episode of a season that's not the pilot be the best episode of something?
0: I get you, but there are only seven episodes, so we need to get the cl- we need to get the ball rolling a little bit. The ball was and rolling. I... That that was part of the problem with the episode. There was, oh, too really? much, there was, there was a bit too much minutes. plot. You need to see Sam clean out chamber pots for three minutes, because <laughs> I could have done without that.
2: that. That was like the best part of the episode. That was unquestionably the worst part of the episode. <laughs> that, that was probably the funniest moment Game of Thrones has ever had.
1: Do you hate the, the Fly of the episode, episode of Breaking Bad?
0: Pardon me? It's so, it's do okay, you hate the Fly it no episode of Breaking on. Bad? I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it either. Like, the best part of the episode this week was Jim Broadbent giving advice to Sam about how things change, nothing actually really changes, because he's right. It's the first person to talk some common sense on the show for quite a while.
1: Oh, because you're just I taking kind of the White Walkers' side. That's why you like that part.
0: The White Walkers are the only good guys on the show, if, insofar that there is any good guys. I can't wait till one of those ice giants picks up uh, Khaleesi and flicks her over the wall. That's what she deserves. <laughs> Jesus. James Murdering just says- her child to bring her husband back to life, letting her dragons run wild and burn people to death. She can't be thrown over the wall fast enough.
1: She's, she's the millennial representation of power in T- that show. They're Tim, all
2: millennials. Tim just, <laughs> Tim just doesn't want to see a female leader. That too. Blonde
1: well, I, 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 female I, I, I
2: leader? Pick, no thanks. And that, and that's why he hates the Hillary Clinton of Westeros. <laughs> Cersei.
0: No, no. If I had to pick, if, if you took the White Walkers off the table and I had to pick somebody who I wanted to see win, I would be on Team Cersei. because she Cersei was using
1: the, uh, a very encrypted scroll service. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not great. No.
2: All right, Tim, what, what's another viewer thing that we didn't get to? Uh,
0: somebody asked me because of D- the Dunkirk ad. They wanted me to give the definitive ranking of all war movies. And all war movies, wow. All war movies. Oh. All. Because, because many people are saying uh, Dunkirk is the best war movie to ever be made. Well, the, well, the movie fact movie. that you
2: haven't seen it yet and you've only read reviews, I assume just by what people are saying that you have that at number one.
0: No, I don't I don't have it in the rankings so I haven't seen it yet. But I have a definitive ranking since I and I actually worked on this one for quite a while.
1: All right, well I'm going to pare it down to like top five well, put it, or what? Put,
2: put it this way: I'm just trying to. I, I'm trying to. Before you you've thought about this, I haven't. Um, okay. so, Full so Metal I, Jacket. I'm, I'm definitely nah. Eh. I'm just I'm just
1: naming war movies. I, I'm going to
2: say worst place of war movies of all time is the Deer Hunter. The Deer Hunter is yeah, the I, single I gonna say worst that. movie I've ever seen. Hey, let's spend 45 minutes off the top at this wedding. The only thing you need to do in that movie is just go YouTube DT Mao and you're good to go.
0: There's so much more going on. No, but there's anyway.
2: not. Oh, the strife That's of the a- Pennsylvania workers that have to go off to Vietnam. Yeah. Now let's watch them get married for 45 movie. minutes. Oh, my God.
0: It's
1: an excellent movie. No, it's not. It's not an excellent the movie. P-
0: it's the most it boring movie, movie, movie of all time. It's to be number two in his range. The tension. Right the tension in that scene under the boardwalk. When, they, when Robert De Niro puts that, those puts three bullets in that gun, that is one of the tensest moments in cinema. It's Unfortunately, it took me seven and a half hours to get there. Oh, I'm so sorry that your time is so precious that you can't wait a little well, bit. Well, it's I'm just not good. There. There's no pacing to that movie. It is a fantastic movie. And it's, it's just
2: like how people love Step ranking. Brothers. Step Brothers isn't a great movie. It has like five really awesome scenes. Okay, it's a movie I of actually, scenes. I, I actually agree with that take. I think it's funny.
1: I think comedies can get away with that, though, and dramas can No, and that's the whole thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Now, DT Mao is a good thing.
0: Love DT Mao. That's about it.
1: I know people so are very be, you're uh, be back and forth on Saving Private Ryan. This?
0: What's that? So how are we going to do this? Am I going to give a list? Are you going to give a list? Or am I going to give a list and you're going to critique it? You give yes. your list. You give your list, we'll critique it. Okay, the best war movie ever is Patton. That's one. Then I have Deer Hunter 2. I was right. I Bridge Over... I have Bridge Over River Kwai 3, Saving Private Ryan 4, Hurt Locker, Enemy at the Gates, Inglorious Bastards, Full Metal Jacket, and Black Hawk Down. Those are my top eight, uh, eight movies.
2: I think Full nine, Metal Jacket, as much as I love Kubrick and I love Kubrick movies, I think the Full Metal Jacket is also incredibly overrated. That's another movie that suffers from the, it's the opposite of the Deer Hunter, where the first half is really, car, really, yeah. really good, and then when they actually get to Vietnam, it's not Tracks. all that great. There is that
0: awesome... So sp- I think I agree with you there, which is why I have it lower down on the list. But I mean, I, I but think... But it's I, still a great movie. I think also, I'll, you've
1: missed the best war movie of all time, which is obviously uh, Tropic, Tropic Thunder.
2: Thunder. Yeah, Tropic Thunder is yeah. pretty good. Okay. Um, That's a fair one. <laughs> I, I mean, from my sensibility, I mean, it's hard to argue against Patton. Patton is very good. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I'm out on Deer Hunter. I actually, Doctor Strangelove is the best war movie of all time.
0: Yeah. Is is a war movie though? You can't fight in here, Tim. This is the war room. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair point. I mean, I guess it's it's a really good movie. Uh, well, it's, it's an awesome movie, I'm really good. It's not strong enough. It's an awesome movie. But like compare that to like the Hurt, Locker. I love the Hurt Locker. I know people are very critical of that movie. I, I like the Hurt Locker as well. I thought that movie was great.
2: I think that Zero Dark Thirty yeah, is better than Hurt. Locker. I was going to say.
0: I had my problems with Zero Dark Thirty. Uh, which do you, we don't need to get well, into. Well, do
2: you know it. what you need to do then, Tim? You need to go back well, in the box. It.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think that's something to <laughs> be said for. Um, a better movie. When you're ranking, are we ranking movies that involve war, or are we ranking yeah, war a movies? War movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think of them as war movies. I guess. Like, so Platoon is on there. They're not on there. You could have added them. Apocalypse Now, you could have added on there, which I didn't. Yeah, wh- I wh- why? why character didn't
2: character. you add Apocalypse Now? Like, Apocalypse? I think it
0: might have been 10th. I just ran out of characters. See,
2: shit. see, I find Apocalypse Now is a much more enjoyable watch um, and just a better movie than Deer Hunter is.
0: Like, there's a, No, I don't agree. And there are other ones there you could put on, like Glory. Glory's a great movie. You could have had that there. Uh, you could have had Hamburger Hill. That's a great movie. Uh, you know, you could have had Battle of the Bulge. That's a great movie. You yeah, Battle of those. the Bulge is not great. I like that movie. Okay, maybe you didn't.
2: Well, you just like uh, war movies.
0: I, well, I actually do really like war movies, yeah. Uh, but which like is why I'm so fired up for Dunkirk.
2: But, like, if you, like, The Killing, Kubrick, one of Kubrick's first movies, is a better war movie than Full Metal Jacket is. I think, at least.
0: Okay. I don't know if I've ever seen that movie, to be frank I'll, with you. I'll
2: lend you my Kubrick collection when I get home.
0: Okay. Can I just put, have my eyes glued open so I can watch them? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um... <laughs> Saving Private
2: Ryan, I guess it has to be up there because it's just so good.
1: I rewatched it recently. I, I don't think I've actually ever watched it twice. Well, that's the thing. And I think in watching it a second time, I guess I kind of... I watched it without the sort of overwhelming thought process of, oh, going into it, this is such a good movie. And like, everyone says this movie is amazing. And it is really good. But like, I don't know if it's an amazing movie. It's
0: like it's not an enjoyable movie. It's a movie that is no, it's, awesome it's a... without, like you like you're not having fun when you watch it. No, I mean and a, the opening a...
1: scene is 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 breathtaking. Yeah, um, and I know
0: people who were in D-Day, and I talked to them about, about it in the past, and they said that's what you know they were at Juno you know, Beach. that's what storming the beaches was like on that day. Yeah, and, and that and really get home to me.
1: Amazing scene. Uh, I just think that's it, it's weird in the sense of. Is that the best part of the movie? And there's yes, a it is. there's still another two and a half hours of movie after that part that never quite reaches that height again.
0: Sure, but I mean a movie can only have one great part, right? It's like Gladiator has a great part, and then the rest is pretty good. True, only, a movie can't sustain. Amazingness for the whole two hours. No, but I it's just, it's, it's a, a
1: weird model when it's it when you start it's the Christian Leitner of movies. It starts amazing and then just dips, and not that it ever got bad, but it just keeps getting progressive. Yeah, but worse. I, I
2: would prefer, and this almost comes back to my argument against Deer Hunter. I would prefer a movie start out hot fire and at least, at least grip me for yeah, a bit, then put fair. me into a coma where I don't care anymore. Fair. Also, yeah. the, the Pianist, a very good war movie,
0: not necessarily about. Yeah, but see, fighting. I decided not to put that in there. Same with like Shenlo's Lift. I thought. That's not about the war in particular. Well, you can't stop
1: making out when you watch Schindler's List to get enough of the plot, Tim. <laughs>
0: oh, uh, what about MASH? Yeah. Okay, you could have added MASH. I suppose I hadn't thought of it. I suppose that could make the list.
2: Would yeah. you Would you consider Gone with the Wind or
0: Casablanca war movies? Gone with the definitely Gone with the Wind. Uh, maybe Casablanca. I mean. Okay, yeah, I guess... Kind of I mean, really, so like many
1: movies war. from, like, 1940 to 1980 have some element of war in them.
2: I guess so. Oh, do you know what's one of my favorite war movies that just isn't on this list? And maybe it's not the best movie. I love Three Kings. Oh, yeah. Three Kings is an awesome movie. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a golf war movie. I haven't watched that in maybe 10 years. But it's really good. Yeah. What about... Yeah, I mean... Okay. Behind Enemy Lines with Owen Wilson and Gene Hackman.
0: No, see, Enemy at the Gates is much better than that.
2: I like Enemy at the Gates.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I'll go 12 rounds with anybody who says something bad about that movie. I really like it.
2: What about 300? Well, <laughs> I mean, technically. 300 is more of an enjoyable movie than anything. Than a really a good movie. And it fostered a whole wave of that type of
0: movie. movie it's true. Which just wasn't very good. Yeah, Yeah, that's very true. Any Funny more? of all these movies, I can't think of a single really amazing World War One movie, which is kind of surprising.
2: Uh, All Quiet on the Western Front.
0: I guess, I guess so, but that was made what 1931. Like, we haven't had a, a modern good World War One movie like forever. What about like seems weird to me. What about like Das Boot? I don't know if that's not that great.
2: Das Boot's a really good. You want to talk about like you talk about the end of Deer Hunter being intense? That is an intense movie.
0: I I, I bet that's true.
2: So I don't
0: know. I, I think but we can apparently ag- that's what that's what makes Dunkirk so amazing is that there's very little dialogue and then it's just intensity for like ninety minutes.
2: Is I guess Munich's not really a war movie. It's more of a terror. No, movie. Munich's not. Yeah. a Yeah, Munich's really good though. Munich's Munich is, Munich a, is weirdly yeah. underrated.
0: Yeah, Munich's that movie that you know didn't win Best Picture of the year. was up, and it was without question the best of those movies by so much. It's not even close. What was out that, that you year? look back? That was like the year that all the, the liberal movies. That again, we're unwatchable. We're uh, like uh, all uh, like Good Night and Good Luck. Good Night and Good Luck uh, is an awesome movie. It is a terribly liberal left wing movie. So what? It, it doesn't there. make it not a good movie. Yeah, it's not that great. It's really uh, really good. That also yeah, didn't win. Really like the most
2: year, movies are are left wing and uh, liberal. Is that the year with
0: Capote? No, uh, Capote, which was again okay. And of course, there was Crash and Brokeback. Oh, crash. oh bro- Mountain. Broke, but Brokeback is that
2: Brokeback and Munich were the same year. Yeah. Are you sure?
0: hot 2005, yeah, and that was your Crash one, nonetheless.
2: Yeah, well, Crash is probably the worst movie of all of those five. But, yeah, it is. But Brokeback is definitely the best.
0: No, no, it's not close. Music it,
2: is significantly better. No, it's not. Bro- Brokeback's one of the most beautiful movies shot of it's all time. It's not that
0: good. Yes, it's it is. It's again, real. It's really good.
2: It, it you just so don't like it because it has
0: the gays. No, no, it got its popularity from its politics. And anyone who doesn't agree is not being honest with themselves. You could say it's a good I, movie. I, I would, would say, say like that movie, most people that have your take on it have never seen it. I saw it. And I would you mean, not I say it's it a beautiful it. movie? I thought it was okay. It was a perfectly fine movie. Was it the best movie of that year? I think you were straining credulity to make that claim.
2: I mean, I... Th- Good Night and Good Luck is probably my favorite movie. From that that. It's, is it's, such
0: a left-wing, anti... Or sorry, essentially anti, anti-communist anti movie. So it was anti... I just didn't find... Certainly a movie the left wouldn't make now because all the left does now is hate Russia. So, you know... So
2: I, so, I, so I, what, what side are you on here, Tim?
0: <laughs> Back in 2005 when the left used to pretend Russia was a friend of the United States, I mean, that movie was more popular. It's not a very good movie. It's one of those movies that no one has ever watched again because good movies have come out since. And So why would we watch bad ones?
2: I would say that of the movies, uh, from the five that were nominated for Best Picture that year, I owned two of them on DVD at the time. I own Capote and I own Good Night and Good Luck.
0: Capote's a perfectly fine movie, too. I didn't care for it that much, but you know, it's okay. It was just a bad year for movies. Well, I'm trying to think of what like, What
2: would have slipped through the radar that year.
0: Yeah, it's tough. I haven't really even thought about it. War of the Worlds by Steven Spielberg. Oh, that movie was terrible.
2: Uh, you said, was it 2005 or 2006? 2005. 2005
0: year, 2006 Oscars.
2: All right, 2006 Oscars because Million Dollar Baby was the one. Oh, Walk the Line came out that year. I like Walk the Line. That's
0: a very good movie.
2: But again, I mean, you can kind of argue the same thing, I guess. But it's one of
0: those movies that I've never seen again, so I guess fair enough.
2: But it's also one of those movies that really exists just based on performances. It's a lot. Oh, totally. totally. And it's a lot like, I guess, Capote in that way where it's just one performance. Although the guy that plays the criminal in Capote is very good. What else came out that year? Good night and good luck. Oh, The Constant Gardener came out that year. That might be the best movie from that year. Eh, I don't think so. You don't, have you ever I seen think, it?
0: I think, I think Munich is just better.
2: Munich is just better?
0: I don't know. Just a bad, I Munich was a really good movie. Munich is just a really solid movie. I, I don't think it's great. Oh, God, that was you know, the Peter Jackson's King Kong came out. That was terrible, too.
2: Really? It came out that year? I still thought Lord of the Rings yeah. movies were coming out then. No, I think the last No, time was no, they, they had already come oh, oh, you know what did come out that year was History of Violence, which, oh, I, which yeah. I love. Yeah, that's a good movie. That is an excellent movie. Oh, that also that's had
0: what the... T- that's with that's Viggo Mortensen and Ed Harris, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then Eastern yeah. Promises came out the next year, which is also a movie I really enjoy. Uh, C- uh, the Awful Siriana came out that year.
0: That year, considering, though, is a terrible year for movies.
1: Didn't that do really well at the Oscars?
2: Yeah, George wow. Clooney won uh, Best Supporting Actor right. for it. It was a very bad movie. It was almost as bad as Tim's favorite movie, Babel.
0: Babble's a really good movie. No, it's not. No, that no. was like, a terrible movie. I know you think that. That I would say too. that
2: I'm kind of on the uh, the right, the winning side of this one, Tim. I feel like most people agree with me about that movie.
0: Well, that's just because you don't appreciate the mag- magical way that Alejandro González Iñárritu makes movies.
2: Okay, so if we're going to yeah. talk about that, if we're going to talk about the magical way and the look and the feel that that movie gives you, there is no reason that you shouldn't like Brokeback Mountain because Ang Lee does the I exact mean, same thing. I in never that
0: movie. said I didn't like it. I just said I didn't think it was the best movie.
2: You, you basically, know, you basically, said, pretty dismissive of it. You, you said that the only reason that people say they most, like it is because they I don't want to be
0: unpc. PC. Most of its hype came from that. That cannot be denied. I think it can be. You now, the, the, if you don't think that politics wasn't coursing through that decision, sure, but that, I, that is irrelevant to whether the movie is good or not. It's a good movie, which gets more praise than it should because of its political stance. That I would say that
2: it lost out on being a bigger deal because of its politics. It didn't win uh, I don't know at the Oscars that. because of that. And what it really gave it to one, one of the worst movies to ever win Best Picture in Crash.
0: Yeah, well, Crash is terrible. You're not going to get me to defend Crash. I
2: don't know. It sounds like a movie right up your
0: alley. No, I decided to see it when I was in university. I was forced to watch it in the Soch class. Of course, Soch, right? Uh, and it just was no good.
2: All right. Well, I want to do an andercursed update here. Out a sync. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know about that. So you had a really big problem with those automated machines and like Coke machines and how it just gave two people too many choices. And you know, are we going
0: to talk about Subway because this is and on that, my list?
2: And that's what we're talking about. And then because... you go on about how Subway clearly has better sandwiches than any other restaurant on earth somehow, um, but, but now, ever since you've really talked up Subway, they're reinventing themselves because you like them too much. People know to not like what you like, now they have automated machines where you can punch in your order. Which makes no
0: sense when you think about it. Of all the places where an automated machine makes sense, Subway's the least of which, because it doesn't cut down the labor. Someone still has to physically go and make the sub with your request just the way you want it, which is what they do already. Without the machines, I haven't the foggiest idea how these automated machines make anything faster, anything more efficient. Maybe it pleases some millennials who can't get away from a screen for longer than 10 seconds. They feel like if they're not on a screen, they're somehow not plugged into things. They've got to push all these buttons to make their subs. If anything, it's probably easier just to tell the sandwich artist, "I want this, 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 and this, and not this, this, and this." I, I can't imagine. I would honestly
2: who believe who in their right
0: main, mind would you want to use one of those machines at Subway.
2: Uh, I I think it makes more sense because I mean it's like the automated machines at McDonald's. You can go up to the counter. No, but it's use not them. the
0: same. It's not the same thing. Why not? Because the person who is making your hamburger is not the person taking your order. Well, this subway—it's one and the same.
2: Yeah, but this is just speeding up the process. Now you don't have to sit there it's and tell them. It's not
0: speeding up the process. Yes, yes,
2: it does. Because then they get all nothing. the orders. So if you're sitting there waiting in line, so they don't do that thing of like, "What's your order, sir? What kind of bread would you like?" Oh, I now I have to go get the bread and cut it and put the cheese. on have to and the bread and 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 it. at And, look and it. Yeah, at least they know what they have to do the entire time. They don't need to There's sit there, no. take the sub, go over to the veggie part, come back, serve the next person, <laughs> get it started, put it in the toaster oven, go back. to know what the
0: fucking do? There is nothing faster about that. What are you talking about?
1: It All might not even be about the speed, though, Tim. I mean, it's, it might just it be convenient? Subway realizes there's an aversion in this culture for some people of human contact. I mean, some people just well, prefer to home. not have to go to a cashier they and be like, I want this, home. this, and this. I've got
0: no sympathy for that.
1: It doesn't matter I'm if you do it. Back. It matters if a company realizes that's a, that's a thing no and they want to exploit just,
0: it. It is just needly, needlessly effuscatory to make themselves look modern and look cool. When actually, it, if anything, it's adding to labor costs. It's not detracting. It is adding to time. Now, it's easier for you just to tell a person adding what to you want. How does it add,
1: it does it add to... to time? That's like, you, you can order a sandwich there, anywhere. Send... If I can order a sandwich online, I, it, it can be done on a machine. Oh, you
2: know what's really devastating for my diet? McDonald's being on Uber Eats now. Yeah, that hurts. Now I can just get it delivered to my door in eight minutes. I don't
0: know what that even means.
2: What do you mean you don't know what that means?
0: I don't know what Uber Eats means.
2: It's a car can, can, that brings you food. Can you figure it out?
0: No. Well, I suppose I've just been told it's a car that brings you food. I prefer to go get my stuff anyway.
1: <laughs> why?
0: Because I prefer to do it myself. That's why. Self made man. I have someone else do it for me? Oh, I'm so you don't like, like relying
1: that? on people, yet you are a man of the people?
0: I don't need to rely on them. I have respect for their time, that I can do it myself. It's their job. Yeah, now they, the now the you're taking point, more
2: money yeah, out you, of the mouths of people. Yeah, you don't
0: want NBA teams making money. You don't want people to have jobs. Like, well, what's going on with you? If anything, this subway stuff is creating jo- Listen, my point, which you've glossed over, but you are I'm fundamentally correct. You're not. you It takes you're wrong. more time for you to go into the subway, go to the terminal, type in and figure out your machine and figure out what you want. And once you've done that, push enter for then the person to get your order and then read it and make it. It's far easier for you to just go to the counter and say, I want this, 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 and this. Yeah, You there understand that no b- there's a
2: lot of people that just stand at the counter and be like, uh, well, I don't know what I want. And then they're just standing there for like 45 seconds. This way they have the that. exact order in their hand. They can just go make no. it and give it to you. It really speeds this, up the process. It's
0: so dumb. And it's like Subway's intentionally trying to prevent me from going there. Well maybe they don't want like, to be associated with your brand. I don't have a brand. I just No, you your brand know is cast. The, they have some they have the best sandwiches in the world. Like it's you can't do better. You <laughs> can try. Is you so can as
1: ridiculous. This take that like these chain restaurants are the best place to get something like you would a list uh, about a week ago, your definitive top six, for some reason, pizza places, and it was Domino's sure was Pizza Hut, characters. Sparrow's Pizza Pizza, Papa John's, and something called California Pizza Kitchen, which there are none of in Canada, so I have no idea how the hell you have access to this kind of stuff, Well,
0: but, I've been to the States more than once in my life, sir.
1: Fair. Regardless. Pizza Pizza... Is. It's great. It's the cardboard it's of pizza. It's literal cardboard. Oh, you if you, It's so bad. The only way to it's eat really pizza pizza good. is to go to a pizza pizza, and that only makes it passable pizza. And then oh, you had this whole spiel bad. about how you can't go to mom and pop pizza places because you don't like weird stuff and you don't like artisanal pizzas. You can get a fucking pepperoni slice from a mom and pop place and it tastes good. Yeah, no, but pepperoni isn't anything you can have
2: on pizza because Tim did his definitive power rankings of pizza toppings. Fucking pineapple was at number one. You've lost your fucking mind.
0: <laughs> no, pineapple is the best. Why? Because it's sweet and it counterbalances the saltiness of the pizza and when you're pineapple, oven, it's pineapple. perfectly like a sane it's person. Delicious. It's delicious. Pineapple is the best. Get it off. About. You know what,
2: Mr. Millennial? Get it off my fucking pizza.
0: There's nothing millennial about pineapple. Those kids are eating silver beet and,
2: you know, roast Again, no one all- does that. You're your cartoon character, which you have drawn of a millennial. Maybe they do that in the graphic novels that you compose in your free time. Real life are we doesn't just, happen.
0: Are, are we, like, 15 minutes in or something? Yeah, we are, actually. <laughs> it feels like that. <laughs> You're. Listen, I love pepperoni, but it's not the best. The best is pineapple, and all pineapple pizza is, like, the perfect balance. Sweet and salty, and it's just, it's just great.
1: Do you and like yeah, anchovies? Pop
0: story, I actually don't mind them. I don't love them. I don't mind them. Uh, the thing about mom-and-pop stores are fine. Like They don't make bad pizza. Do not get me wrong. Their pizza is perfectly fine. But chains are tested and the flavors are balanced and the cleanliness standards are through the roof. And if they weren't good, they wouldn't be all over the place. The reason Pizza Hut is all over the world and Domino's is all over the world and Pizza Pizza is across Canada. Domino's literally
1: had to reestablish their brand they, because they everyone did. worldwide re- realized that Domino's was horseshit.
0: You are correct. Maybe it's okay and now. now. It amazing. Now it's amazing. But
2: pizza pizza Again, is the horrible. There's only one pizza. time you can eat pizza pizza. Drunk, 3 o'clock in the morning, it's the only no, thing left open. No, it's far That's better it. than you think it is. No, it's, it's not. Very good. Do you they even have pizza meat?
0: pizzas where you live? Yes, they do. There's one right up on, I'm not going to name the name of the street, so no one knows who these places are. But uh, there's, they make this meatball pizza. It is so good. It, it It's it's quite tremendous. Plus, they have great buffalo wings of pizza pizza. It's an under- Value uh, thing. They make great buffalo wings too. Pizza Pizza's a great establishment. It really is. I just they they do pizza right.
1: This this particular list though made me realize something that I've been missing for a little while, and it's it's is not it, like it, it's, it's it, a direct co- co- comparison. But remember, I think it was like the third or fourth season of The Office, and Michael goes to New York, <laughs> and he's looking at the camera and goes, oh, "I know this great place, and New- it's 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 my favorite place to get pizza in New York." Then it pans out to reveal it's a fucking Sparrows. <laughs> That's a, and that was a, like, ha, what an amazing joke that is. That joke is your life, Tim. Whatever, <laughs> 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 Sparrow's is awesome.
2: Sparrow's, is ever top. since you put your endorsement behind Sparrow's, <laughs> they declared bankruptcy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand that, because they, they have this double stuffed pizza, which is so good. Like I said on Twitter, it's basically you're walking through the streets of Italy. <laughs> uh, you're basically in Florence or in Turin It's that good, it's that rustic it's, I'm going to Italy it's in it's three sausage. months, I'll
1: look for a Sparrows Yeah,
2: you you asked Massimo how much he likes Sparrows
0: Sparrows is amazing Well, again, it's not, maybe it's not the best It's not the best pizza in the world It's not. Domino's. Well, clearly,
1: Domino's and but Pizza that, Hut are better <laughs> yeah, It's the third best pizza that, in the world Pizza Hut is amazing I Look, I but, like Pizza Hut, but Oh,
2: God Meanie, get but in what? here Clear this up for us You can be the, the, the third nail in the coffin here here is Tim's rankings of the best pizza in the world. Any place you could go to, these are the best pizzas. Pizza Hut's too greasy. You Say it into the mic. Pizza Pizza Hut's a little too greasy. What is this? Sparrows. Never had it. I don't know. Domino's is pretty good. I don't. I'm not a big
1: pizza pizza guy. No, I don't think anyone is. I don't think like
2: Papa John's. I, I'll say what I say about Papa John's from the East Coast, and I, there's no garlic fingers around here. It's the closest I've ever found to, like, garlic fingers. I like the Sure, garlic thing. fingers away from the East Coast. Okay, well, let, let, let me ask you this then. Do you think that these places are better than, let's say, maybe somewhere where you grew up that is not a chain, is just a pizza place that makes awesome pizza? No.
0: It's better than King of
2: Donair. You think it's better than King of Donair? It's not. Yeah, no. King, of Donair, King of Donair is awesome.
0: I think. They have good the, the Donairs.
2: No, they make better pizza than they make Donair. You're, you've lost
1: it. Thanks, Meanie.
2: <laughs> slices too, huge slices for like four dollars. Yeah, good, yeah. great, great bang that's for your you buck in these a other place places. Find
1: like in a plaza somewhere. Plaza Pizza's the best. Well,
2: plaza, well, what, what case? Well, let me ask you this, Tim. What if there was a non-chain pizza place, but it was in a food court? What would happen then?
0: I try it because, as I've said before, the best food you'll get in the country is in a food court. So, if it's in a food court, it's going to be good. Maybe, Again, Tim. Why? Is just... Because they, and here's one of the reasons, because. Food court restaurants pay incredibly high fees to be in that mall. So if they weren't making lots of money from lots of turnover and customers, uh, they wouldn't be able to stay there. So you can be sure. If it's in a food court, it's good quality eats.
2: No, you you see, you understand part of the high price of paying to be in a food court to make the money is the fact that you're in the food court and people walk by it and go buy it. It's all about the location. One of the reasons that Pizza Pizza continues to do well, in Canada at least, because it has like 5,000 locations. doesn't make it the best pizza.
0: I think you've got the effect mis- uh, mistaken for the cause. No. It has no. 5,000 locations because it is good pizza.
2: No, it's not good pizza. It's cheap no, pizza that they.
0: You no, can very
1: clearly tell it's cheaply made pizza. I mean, there's no more obvious example of this sort of thing than, like, oh, yeah, my mom them grew them up in California when McDonald's was only a thing in California. And she says. It was much better when it was just like a couple restaurants in Southern California because obviously the quality is going to dip when you have yes, a giant right. locations you're Unless your
0: pizza has ricotta cheese and it's fire roasted with pumpkin and squash. No and one eats over, that kind and, of have have pizza. Have you ever
2: seen people eat this chorizo. kind of pizza? Ever? In your entire yeah, life? I, no, no, you haven't. That is a fucking lie.
0: I've watched it on MasterChef before and... You're watching TV.
1: MasterChef. That is the 1% of the 1%. I mean, even if you go to a fucking Boston pizza, sure, there's going to be options on there to have like spinach and shit on your pizza, but rarely do Boston you get that. You get the meat lovers Boston- that they have on the thing too.
0: Yeah, Boston pizza's got good pizza too. I will say. Whatever.
2: I mean, I- I'm down with Martha's Pizza. Martha's Pizza is still the best pizza I've ever had in my life. We're closed. Yeah, they they they, they would close at 1 a.m. though. That would suck. Yeah. I
1: don't know. We had a place by my high school, Real McCoy. Huge slices, great. Better than Pizza Pizza. If I had my choice, I would take like again. You just you find these places that are just better because they have to be, or they would die.
0: <laughs> like there's I something there's something to position. be
1: said to him about making pizza with your back against the wall.
0: Ah, uh, whatever. I'll take the chains all day long. Thank you kindly. Okay, um,
2: other rankings that you had recently where you ranked Matchbox Twenty in t- inside the top five bands of all time. A, a take that made, like, the nicest guy at the office the most upset I've ever seen him. He was legitimately <laughs> upset about it. Who was that? Reed. Andrew Reed.
0: I don't know if I know him. Well, he hates you. He hates you, yeah. All right. Well, again, I feed off people's hate, so that doesn't bother me. I, can you know, you, I you're like the to... dark side? Can you just explain that? Because well, that is ludicrous. The dark, is the, good, for the dark side, is the good side, so I'm not too worried about that. Answer the question. What question? I'm sure. Sorry.
2: Why Matchbox 20? A mediocre at best band inside the best five of all time. Then he responded that Queen is very underrated, yet you didn't have them inside your top five. And I'm yeah, th- I don't
0: think most people would even think of them in their top like uh, 20. Particularly kids these days. They wouldn't. Have, they don't
2: know anyone with Queen. So you, what do you think that they have? I mean, I haven't listened to music in, in ages, but like the Backstreet Boys, would that be in their top five? <laughs> No,
1: but they
0: probably have, like, you know, nothing but rappers and pop singers, like Taylor Swift and those people. Well, that's a a different debate, though. You said best bands
1: of all time. I mean, those would be musicians, technically, I guess.
0: But artists. Artists. Best artists. There
1: we go. But I think best band is a completely different thing. Although there's not that many bands anymore, to be perfectly honest. But now,
0: to be fair, I was making the ranking as to what the bands I enjoy most. Now, I'm not going to deny that, objectively speaking, Matchbox 20 is not in the top five.
1: It just seemed like you about, were making like, the I list from the perspective it. of someone who was obviously going after the most historically relevant bands, and then Matchbox 20.
0: Well, those are the four I enjoy most, and then Matchbox, I do who could have been in there, or, you know, Led Zeppelin, or, well, not Pink Floyd anymore, I've got a problem with that, that's the way Roger Waters has been shooting off his mouth and saying anti-Semitic things recently, but there are various bands that I would put in there, but just, I love Matchbox 20, I think. Uh, I think it was just the contrast
2: of the list for me. Also, hot take, Rolling Stones are better than the Beatles.
0: No, they're not. The Beatles are too soft. Most of the, some of the the Rolling Stones' best albums are just copies of the Beatles.
2: And they did it it better. Like you always say, Tim, uh, great writers, you know, just steal and make it better.
0: I don't think they are better. Listen, the Rolling Stones are amazing. But even the Stones would tell you that the Beatles are the best band.
2: Yeah, that's just them being modest. And as we said about you, you know, you love modesty. Beatles just overrated. I don't like John Lennon. Yeah, thinks okay. he's bigger than God. Yeah, I think he's just a real big deal. Fuck off, pal.
0: John Lennon is probably the most important musician of the 20th century, so yeah, I disagree with you I, there. I
2: would say that if he hadn't have died, that probably wouldn't be the case.
0: Uh, even if he hadn't, I mean, maybe that's true, but he would have been one of the most influential. I mean, he was one of the most influential the day before he died in the 20th century. So, like, he and McCartney are two of the most consequential people. You know, they're up there with Mozart and Beethoven in terms of people who have changed the history of music. I think it's uh, a genre by genre,
1: like or, or or era by era thing. Like I, I look at saying ranking the best bands of all time or musicians of all time. I think it's a lot like the baseball Hall of Fame. Like you can't just say this person yeah, who, was the greatest musician of all time because music is a who, constantly changing, who had evolutionary in the thing. Music
0: video. What's and that? No one knew that, who recently was that uh, Kenya West, who recently had McCartney in one of his music videos. And no one, all these young millennials had no idea who that was. Yeah,
1: McCartney was, he did something with Kanye recently. Did you just call oh, him I'm Cagney? Yeah, he did. Like Cagney a and Ka- Lacey?
0: Cagney Kanye West? West? Kanye West. Sorry, Kanye West. Sorry. Whatever. That's why 20 is amazing. So, you know, that Reed guy can be as upset as he wants. He knows the truth. He knows <laughs> that there's that songs like 3AM or Unwell are just some of the best. Those are the same, the you, you keep listing
1: the same two songs, which were their two <laughs> biggest definitive hits. Is there a third song? Yeah, isn't there like some sort of B-side thing that you like to make you love Matchbox 20 so much?
0: I'm trying to think of a single song of those that I don't like. Like, the whole Yourself or Someone Like You album is great. Uh, real World, everyone knows the real world.
2: Oh yeah, everyone. Everyone just lining hit. up to buy the tickets on everyone's playlist.
0: That was a huge hit. Like, I, that was like a top five hit. A top five hit! Wow.
1: Well, they never reached the same precipice as Santana, featuring Rob Thomas.
0: That, yeah, all right. They didn't.
2: That was a jam. I smooth like, was a jam.
0: Yeah. Smooth was a jam. And, I, and, I, and, I, and I, smooth I,
2: still gets played to this day.
0: Yes, it does. Uh, Sometimes it's a I do hear three. Great song by them. Uh, Last beautiful girl. They have. I mean, they have lots of great songs. They're. And I love them. I'm sorry. I do. Ah, be like someone's kind of
1: favorite band Alien Ant Farm or something stupid yeah, like that. Yeah, like,
2: if you're just gonna pick, like, random 90s bands to throw on that list, like, Smashing Pumpkins, Foo Fighters, you can throw Offspring on that. Fuck. You can put Everclear on that list. They have, like, three songs.
0: But I'm naming the band that I like. And that's what I like.
2: And we all know who the greatest band of all time is, actually. Uh, there it is right there. Oh, okay. Eddie Murphy. Yeah, Eddie Murphy with Rick James, <laughs> party all the time. Greatest man in the world. Now the Beastie Boys are the best. I really
0: do like. They're Beast good. Bands. They're not the best. Oh, they are the I... best,
2: Tim. I'm sorry to tell you, that's definitive. That's not definitive. I just did. They're the Dark Knight. I put a poll out into the field. Uh, it has just come back. Hundred percent of people in the poll agree. Beastie Boys, best band ever.
0: Again, uh, as someone who actually makes definitive ranks. I would say that you're
1: wrong. I don't want to pull a rank on you, but as someone who gets <laughs> yeah, paid just, to be a professional sort of my ranker. Thing.
0: Yeah, it's sort of my thing, and uh, you're wrong.
2: I'm surprised you didn't have the E Street band on there with how much you <laughs> love one-hit wonder Bruce Springsteen. Well, he,
0: again, you're he has gonna one song, like Born crazy in
2: person. the USA. That's yeah, it. You're going to sound oh, like a, a crazy song
1: Born in the USA? Yeah.
2: Butts and I have told Tim that for like the past like eight years, and he gets so mad every single well, time. Well, because
0: it isn't true. Oh yes, only true. One songs. song,
2: "Born in the USA." Born in the USA, Tim. We saw him in concert. He played the same song 35 times.
0: Again, that is such an abject lie. That I'm glad you're telling this because when the people ask who's got more credibility, me or you, this will pretty much firmly put me in. I mean, Gary's already gone after making. Fun. Between you and me. I was cutting that out! Why'd
1: you call that back?
0: (laughs) Oh, right. I forgot (laughs) about that.
1: Also, I didn't didn't make fun of it. I said that you made fun of it.
2: (laughs) God. (laughs) Just stop talking about it. I gotta cut all this out. Yeah. All right. I never cut anything out. It's true. That is a cutout-worthy thing. I'm
1: honored, in a way.
2: That You, you really <laughs> breached the yeah. threshold? Yeah. yeah. Um, any final debates we need to have here, Tim, on stuff that you have brought
0: up? Yeah, like I said, there's this new food guide coming out from like, Canada's replacing its food guide. Okay. It is, like, they're, they're still in the draft stage, but they're putting out the releases of what it's going to be uh, about. It is going to be an unmitigated disaster of proportions. First, because it's going to be shot through with politics to begin with. Half the thing is going to be about how you can uh, tailor your meals to save the planet and to help produce food waste and uh, food production and distribution and try to limit your greenhouse gas consumption. What that has to do with nutrition has, I have no idea. But, of course, you have to infuse these things. Another one is try to encourage people to cook at home. Again, as if that has anything to do with nutrition. Is just trying to take shots at hard-working restaurants that are trying to feed people. But you, no, when
1: was the last time you even saw a food guide? It's not as if this is some sort of like it, mandatory cool. regulation cool. kids, about it, what you can it's eat. It's also, you were just
2: cool. ragging on people who deliver food earlier that you don't. You wanted to put them out of work. So Nothing what do you care? Really
0: getting it. Nothing else, That's not the job of the food guide to be telling you that. Again, since, since I was in,
1: unless I needed something to color in during health class in the second grade, when has the food guide ever played a part in my life? Also, well,
2: it's gonna. But before you, before you get to that... To discourage people from eating meat. Well, I'm against that. That seems you'd ridiculous. Have, but
1: you'd have to actually be aware of the food guide for it to dictate any of your decision-making process. And I have not seen a food guide. Are they still triangles? I hope so. No,
0: no. It's been the rainbow for forever.
1: Oh, yeah. It was a rainbow. Uh, for like 25 what, what,
0: years, it's been that what rainbow. What about your
1: window to success? <laughs>
0: You know they're trying to discourage, trying to encourage people to eat high protein vegetables instead of meat to try to encourage more meatless meals, encouraging families to eat together, which again, a perfectly good thing for families to eat together, that has nothing to do with nutrition. Get this off of my nutrition guide. Also trying to is this framed in uh, your
1: kitchen? Like why do you encourage care?
0: more culturally sensitive approaches uh, to dietary concerns, meaning a significant reduction of any of the role that dairy plays. Again. Maybe that's a very valuable thing. These are not things that the Canada Food Guide should be dealing with. Just tell people what are the daily recommended amounts of the four major food groups and be done with it. Well, they, they they told you
2: at restaurants what the daily recommended count for calorie counts were to keep you like as a sustainable, healthy individual. And then you freaked out about that.
0: Yeah, well, and those are going away. Are they
1: going away? Because I see them well, more and state more state state and state state more state state places.
0: In, well, they are in the States because President Trump rescinded that requirement. Okay, okay, we're
1: not going anywhere in Canada. But, but again, it's not as if just because they list the caloric content of a food group, it's not like the waitress is sitting there with a calculator about to cut you off. You still get of to order whatever the no. hell sir, you want.
2: Sir, <laughs> you've not. had too much. You have to leave. What I'm,
0: what I'm mostly annoyed about is the environmental stuff and the eating together stuff and the discouraging people from eating out stuff. That has nothing to do with a food guide. In terms of nutrition, of cooking
2: at home is better than going out and eating. It just is. I,
0: think that's, I think that's right. But that has no bearing on the nutritional values of foods. That doesn't belong here. That is a secondary question. Get these political questions out of my food guide. But so the government should be doing these things. Get out of my life and let me do whatever I want. For God's sake!
1: But again, you're just looking for things to complain about because it's—it it's it has no effect as, on you. Yeah, it's almost as if as if someone I'm got mad force. at you for making you're a stupid list, even your though it has no impact on their lives. Or it's the equivalent to you making a list and assuming it impacts people's lives, even though they've never seen of it or heard of you in their entire life. Tim, your argument
0: is—you
2: y- said, "Let me do what I want." Leave me alone, let me make my own decisions NBA teams are making the decision To put corporate logos on their jerseys And you can't handle that no, So what, that do, you, what do you want? To live in a cabin by yourself With no electricity and a shitting pot Outside that you can dump out like you're on Game of Thrones
0: <laughs> You really tied everything together quite nicely though, didn't you, you?
2: that's why I'm a professional
0: uh, what, can I, what can I tell you? You're good you My what, point is get the politics out of this stuff
2: You know what I can
1: tell you?
0: No.
2: That's the end of Cust
1: Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States. But it's Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner.
0: <laughs> Again, people have been calling it many different things.
2: I don't think they have. Oh, one guy tried to... Tim was... Yeah, I know. What what,
0: what did he call it? He said, when's the next Tomcat Corner? Tomcat I like, Corner. Tomcat. Yeah.
2: I liked it. We should call it Tomcat Corner, huh? That's what everyone <laughs> calls you, Tomcat.
0: No, most people call me Topcat.
2: No, no one does.
1: Yeah, does anyone
0: actually call him Topcat?
2: No. He, he calls himself Topcat. That's I his, it. I
1: know his dad calls him T-Biscuit.
2: Yeah, T-Biscuit. That's, that's
1: a much... T-Biscuit <laughs> Corner could work.
0: Uh, no, pass.
1: Or no, maybe when we when we market this... To a British audience, <laughs> we'll repurpose it as Tea Biscuit Corner.
0: Well, I say, think they call—I think they're called scones in Britain anyway. How do they call Or Tea it. Time I Corner. Think that's an, well,
2: my my friend uh, Tim Butts, our friend Tim Butts at Hi, I'm Butts on Twitter, also released a power ranking—the power <laughs> rankings of the most legitimate Tim Endercus <laughs> Twitter accounts.
1: Butts Butts does have the best sort of rationale as to how to deal with Tim on Twitter, which is when you're tired of Tim sending stupid lists of things, send lists back at him which are equally stupid, which will just make him angry. Like definitive lists of best provinces in Canada, or definitive lists of best politicians in Canada.
0: Butts is so much better at Twitter than I am, I'm very jealous. But you said you bring the funny on the Twitter.coms. Well, I, I do, and I think that's pretty, I mean, I've been getting responses from people, both tweets and direct messages from people just no, you saying, haven't. you're great, this is the funniest thing ever, you're amazing. This is, uh, this is, I've you know, got people awesome.
1: coming to me saying that your ideas, great ideas, it the just, best ideas. It's just like
2: when you try to claim that you weren't cussed because people come
0: up to you on trains and tell you, you know what, you're not cussed, sir. That happens all the time.
2: <laughs> you're fucking delusional.
0: I'm telling people today that Shot Tracer is awful, and people were very positively disposed to that claim.
2: Oh, yeah, they they, they really reacted well to that, didn't they?
0: Yeah, some people did.
2: No, no one did. Not even one. (laughs) You, you don't count as a part of the discussion if you bring up the topic and no one agrees with you. (laughs) People agree. No, they do not. Gary and Thorne, thank you for being here. No problem. Where can people follow you on Twitter? Uh, at Gary and Thorne. Do you know where they
1: can follow Tim? I do. At Tim and,
0: August. Tim and August. That is not my Twitter account. No, pretty sure it is. At TimAnderson87. Again, if you want to be amused, you want to guffaw, laugh at the humdingers that I'm throwing out there. You know, you should follow me.
2: The Twitter account that you just said came last in the Tim Andercus Twitter account power
0: rankings. Yeah. Those
2: were definitive rankings, Tim.
0: Yeah, I I know what what Fiend has been doing those things.
2: How much do you think your Twitter and game has improved since you've discovered this GIF function? Are you going to start using emojis now, too?
0: I use emojis. He did yesterday.
1: Someone told him to get woke and he gave him the angry emoji.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: that's yeah, ha- true. Idea. Yeah, that's something we need to check in with at the end of every Cuss
2: Corner. Have you got woke yet, or are you on the steps to getting woke? I have just
0: taken an entire bottle of melatonin.